forever. Eternity. You don't need people anymore. Nothing you can do about it. Content. Nothing you can do. Content. You will be mashed up, cut up, repackaged for someone else's need. And the world's largest media company <laughs> creates no content. Yeah, we're not producing the content. Um, we're allowing users to, to share. I hereby declare this to be an unlawful assembly. I want to know what they're talking about amongst themselves. And I want to spread that content to the people who aren't this content yet. It's normal for some things to come to your attention. And we're back for another episode of Are We Content? Where I'm your host. They call me Mr. X indeed, but you can call me Chud. And with me as always is the wonderful Moral Bob. But tonight we have a special guest. We have Randy Randy. Random Randy from the Red Thread podcast. Yes, Randy, sir. how are we doing tonight? Doing all right, man. It's been like quite a bit since I've spoke with either of you. It was like, I don't know, a year and a half ago, maybe, maybe close to two it's years. Been a, yeah, it's, man, it's been, and, it's been uh, that long for, for you and me, for sure. Dude, yeah. With yeah, Adam man. was the last time we talked. So Yeah, exactly. But And I never got back with you, man. It's just been such a journey, you know, kind of wiling out, doing my own thing over here. Uh and, you know, I see the posts and stuff you guys are putting out and I'm like, hey, dude, am I, you know what I mean? Am I content or am I even content anymore at this point? Like <laughs> been doing this for a couple of years, the journey is real. And uh, like, it's awesome, dude. Like, it's crazy, crazy stuff. And it all starts with just like speaking out, you know what I mean? Kind of speak your truth, start to live it a little. And uh, and dude, it's not. So, yeah, finally catching up. I think last time I spoke with with you, Bob, it was just like. We're kind of just still reeling over flat earth, I think. Isn't that kind of the norm for so. you, Bob? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have kind of gotten typecast as the flat earth guy, uh, which is fine. I don't care. Um, but you're always there to stand up for it, which is which is why people pick on you. You know what I mean? I like, just don't back just, down too easy. <laughs> I just don't stand for nonsense. Like I've just. <laughs> I've gotten such a low tolerance for nonsense and mm -hmm. there's so much of it being pushed as truth that I'm just like, man, I'm freaking done. My new, <laughs> my new favorite thing in the world to do is defend Freemasons to the conspiracy. Heck yeah, community. dude. Hey, listen, man. Lose I'm glad you brought shit, that up, man. dude. I'm <laughs> so glad you brought that shit. up. Yeah. And it's beautiful though. Like, cause, oh man, we're talking <laughs> like, like we were kind of talking about a second ago. These are the storytellers, bro. You know, these these folks are are the ones that are getting together. It's like, dude, it's like what drama club should be, right? Like when you get these groups together out here, you got the Freemasons, you got the I don't vouch for any of them, uh, what they do in their off time in their own homes or whatever, right? Like who knows? But anyway, ultimately, Illuminati, all these guys that are playing these roles, right? These epic roles that involve teamwork. You know what I mean? They are working together, regardless of what you want to think about any of these groups out here playing these roles. And uh, but specifically, as far as the Freemasons go, dude, these are these are still builders, man. You know what I mean? I think people have lost touch with that. These are still the builders of our society. Every small town in America is built by Freemasons. I live in the Midwest, dude. It's beautiful. They've done a great job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the uh, things they put together for folks up here beautiful stuff beautiful lodges i mean yeah maybe they're in on the story a little more than like your average conspiracy theorist right and i think that upsets people you know what i mean when they're when they're out of the loop they want to take somebody and make them a scapegoat because they happen to right. know a little bit more than them yeah and 
I mean, it's it's the nature of part of our society, at least. But one on the upside, you know, you learn to reach out, speak to people, um, begin to try to understand things and, and your life changes. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's designed like that. And this is the part that people miss. Well, I think uh, I think most conspiracy people that go down the Freemason direction, you know, they they there's always that caveat. Well, not the not your neighborhood Masons, not the not the low level people that have just joined it for their, you know, for I don't I don't know what they say, like for beers and 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 bullshitting or whatever, you know, that it's just a social club kind of a thing. And then but then the the conspiracy side is, well, yeah, you know, but it's the deep, deep, deep levels. It's that 33rd degree of masonry and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I think that they I mean, I think it's uh, I think it's interesting. I don't know if there's anything to it, but I think it's definitely worth looking at the fact that like our country was founded by Freemasons, you know, that there were a lot of Freemasons involved with the founding of our country, at least so um, we're told. So we're told, though. Right. So we're told. So we're told, you know, like I, I've like it's come up before, you know, like uh, uh, everyone knows that George Washington was a Freemason. Right. Well, I dug on that thread once and I didn't find a whole lot like no, not a British lot. royalty. Yeah. It George was... Washington was British royalty and tried to buy his way into the British Navy. And they said no. And so he said, fine. And he took off, came to America and started shit here since he got denied the British Royal Navy. Mm -hmm. But I do think it is also interesting, too, when you follow Masons as a whole, not as individuals that are in it, but the, 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 that they do seem to at least believe that they came from like the Crusades and the Templars and, and all of that, you know, and that's. I mean, that's just, it goes back. It's, if nothing else, it's, it's fascinating stuff. As someone who's interested in, in ancient history, um, the, the Masons is, it's, it's fascinating stuff, but when, but then we, it's so easy to have it be that scapegoat, that bad guy that you just start falling on everything. I, I even ran into a flat earther friend of mine, a real life friend ran into in, in odd circumstances. She is flat earth as fuck, but she doesn't like listen to podcasts. She doesn't really expand on it a lot. It's something she came to like five years ago and she kind of hangs out there. You know, I, whenever I see her, I'm always like, Oh, Hey, you know, what do we, what do you want to talk about? You know, kind of a thing. And she brought mm -hmm. up Freemasons real fast. Uh, just, this was just yesterday. And, and I kind of was going down your direction there, Bob with her. And it really took her by surprise, but she hadn't put any thought into it. It was just that she had learned that in quotes, it was the Freemasons. It is the Freemasons that are hiding right. everything from us. And she doesn't really feel like she needs anything more than that. And, um, you know, and that's just her. It's nothing against her by any means and, and her own way. She just she lives on a small island and, you know, raises a family out there and <laughs> she's right. causing no harm to anyone. And she's also not on a tyrant all the time about Freemasons or anything like that. She just kind of was under the impression that that was them. And I think she walked <laughs> away going, huh, maybe there's more to the picture. She probably also said, I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but that's the right place to be, though. You know what I mean, guys? Like to, to be in that position where, listen, you're living your life. You're not so caught up in like the deals of other people or entities in this world that you're actually taking this world for what it's for. And that's just living your life. Right. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's what we're here to do. Right. Like, are we here to worry about uh, is this guy's idea of what the world is? different or worse or better than this other guys like but what if we like put them together you know what i mean like that's that's the stuff i'm interested in dude like how do all these stories 
meat, yeah. right? Take Dude, them all in, all of them. That's gives my, me the chills my big thinking thing. about that, bro. Take them <laughs> right, dude, all of them, and like it's never-ending stories out here, bro. Like mm-hmm. in this in this world. So regardless of what we've done wrong, right? Like as a society or humanity or what we believe we've done wrong, because we have trust issues and trauma and shit individually, so we think everyone <laughs> does. But uh, you know, we're just all adding in our our little story and everything, and like. Once you stop wondering whose story is correct or whose is more valid or something like that, and you just go, dude, let's like mesh all these together in my mind and play it out. And like, what the hell is going on here? You know, what's really going on here? You start looking at like field theory and shit like that. And it's all everything's information. Holy crap, dude. Like (laughs) when you get to that point, it's like Freemasons. The Freemasons know that it's field theory, bro. You know what I mean? uh, These these builders understand that. Let's talk about field theory for a second, because uh, you know I don't mean to sound ignorant or nothing, but uh, I could I could use a definition of it. Um, well, like yeah, I, let's let's break it down a little bit as to the best of my ability. You know, I'm just a researcher, but you know what I mean? Like, but at the same time, I've explored it enough to see the validity and it makes sense. Right. That when you break everything down to uh, information, right, information, like when I look at you, I see your visual information, right? Uh, but there's more behind your visual information than I can pick up. So does that mean that like your heart's not beating or there's nothing going on there? You know what I mean? We apply this same mentality to our world. Uh, and, uh, when we look at like, all right, is the, is the earth flat? All right, here, this is a good point to like, kind of make with the field theory thing. Is it flat or is it, you know, whatever? Well, what if guys, what if it's everything and nothing? layered on top of each other all at the same time somehow what would that look like you know what i mean um pretty wild stuff i think the closest we can get as humans to seeing something like that is probably like on a very heavy dose of acid or something like and that's just a peak dude of the information that's taking place all that movement is information sure when you start breaking that down you look into some math and you're like okay let's get past einstein you know what i mean let's Let's go look into some newer stuff like some uh, Constantine male vortex physics and just weird ideas that these crazy scientists have. You know what I mean? Which is why these people out here in this medical situation are trying to get you to look at scientists like they're wrong and crazy. They don't want you to look at the other side of the book, which is mathematics, right? Like the the real nitty gritty stuff about how the world works, physics. Mm-hmm. Um, they got you so focused on quantum physics because of quantum computers, but there's so many, like, what is quantum physics? How does it work on a quantum? Well, that's where like vortex physics and then field theory comes in. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's this, it's this, uh, isolated group of scientists out here that wear white cotton and look super silly. They're, They're made to look silly like that on purpose. So you don't look into it. You're like, who's this dude wearing white cotton pants and a white cotton shirt? Like, with buttons, you know, like <laughs> looking all freaking guru over here, but he's a, a physicist who understands how the world works and what field theory is. And so he's generating his own field and creating his own existence because everything is information. And this is the part where like, that's how media is magic. It's stealing your information and your information is, is you. It's a fractal essence of you broken down into some crazy spiral through your DNA and sent off into the field, right? The field is just space, everything, nothing, the ether, but the ether is more like 
inside of the field. The field is just is <laughs> ising being. I don't you know what I mean. Being I think is a good way to put it. Consciousness, um, not quite thought, but almost. You know what I mean. And, and then some. Well, so we like got a- this. There's like old Buddhist Buddhist philosophies that are like everything is in everything and yeah. it all it's all together. And um, I'm spacing on the guy's name, the PCR test guy who uh, who got off right before um, or, or died oh, fuck right before. Um, uh, Harry Mullins. Yeah, it is <clears throat> like when he was messing with that PCR test, he was thinking he was coming to those conclusions from my understanding of what I've read because he was able to find like AIDS in everything everything from anywhere anywhere in the world anything that if we if we spin it fast enough we can find particles of right all these different things from all of these different places going and and it just keeps going yeah yeah it's it's crazy forever (laughs) and that they're like in any one fragment that you study if you study it hard enough you'll find everything that's ever existed to be like right there and uh that's why I, I think was he was coming to that conclusion. They're like, cool, let's kill that guy. Right. And uh, we'll use make his that test the story. And we'll yeah, let's find make that whatever we want, wherever we want, out of whatever yep. we want. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, exactly, dude. And then, you know, you keep the people ignorant to it with fear. Uh, people that are scared, they're not going to look into what the world is. They're not going to look any further than the earth is flat or it's round. They're just going to say shape. OK, that's me. I'm good. You know what I mean? Um, instead of how right and like why all of these other deeper questions right because fear fear makes you turns your mind into one of two things right it's your fight or flight right um but what it does to most people is it turns them into this childlike thing that is Mm -hmm. looking for the authority to tell them what to do you know because fear is a lack of information so you're looking for the person with the information right Right. Um, right. And they, they cast everybody as, as those that have it, but they never provide it. You know what I mean? And right. it's a sick loop that the pe- the people get stuck in, dude. And I mean, I, it would be sad if it wasn't so dang like disgusting all the time <laughs> and, and right. out in everyone's face. Like if I could live my life without seeing all this ridiculous crap, I'd love it. You know what I mean? So that's where field theory comes in, dude. Like how yeah. do you change your life and, and the way you feel about things and the way you see things? Uh, and then, you know, then like your surroundings change is the weirdest thing. But because um, everybody has like that impact. Right. So what happens when you get thousands or millions of people frightened? You know what I mean? What starts to happen to the world itself? What starts to happen to other people? Right. Other animals and shit. Like, is it possible that people suffering in this world is kind of an indirect cause of other things dying? You know what I mean? Because we kind of share this place and and uh we're all part of it and if everything's in everything else then it's like holy shit we better look out for each other right like that becomes the realization you can't have that you know no. what i mean not in not in the world it's not as it stands. <laughs> right right exactly exactly it's going to be interesting to see how they roll out ai into this though and what role it takes on uh because i think ultimately the way everything is is i think ai is pretty much running everything anyway and <laughs> you know what i mean and <laughs> and uh might just be like the field like incarnating right. itself you know well, like as, as you bring up ai like as as i'm i'm thinking just the the train of thought that i'm on okay if everything is in everything like if we if i accept that and then i think about ai 
is AI in everything? Right, dude. You know, we, <laughs> right. Now, now, now let's let's flip that on its head. If everything is in everything and vice versa, are we in AI? Right. Like it's it, it's it's like the logical train that I have that my yeah. mind follows when I when I'm when yeah, I'm dude. Thinking like this. yeah, man. Well, that's why I'll, I always relate Ooh. everything to the Matrix, man. Like mm -hmm. I think we are in some kind of simulation, um, and we are like we choose to be here. Like we we chose to be here. And we're like, all right, like it's like a game maybe or something. Yeah, dude. Or, you know, but I think we have chosen. Where else would the ideas come from? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Those concepts have to be valid for them to exist, right? Like that's how the everything and everything thing works. Like I started figuring this out watching anime a couple years ago. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. I see like the world 1500 years ago in this anime spot on there's no way they're going to have that information unless they're just awesome record record keepers which might be you know right like they might have that but uh what if this is just still existing you know what i mean like within everything else and this whole akashic record and all this stuff is not just goofy shit that people want to try to sell you you know like that shit gets wild dude when you start looking into that and like how you don't need the technology because yeah you have the AI in here. Like it's already there. Right. It's all code. Yeah. It's all code. <laughs> it's hive mind. It's all connected through the ether because it's all, it's like Tron for this, those older people. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like it is a game. Well, like, and then you got are... that, that angel or, uh, you know, architect Metatron. Right. And it's like Tron, right. Metatron. And I'm going, yeah, they're just, they're telling us everything, you know, just, but they've broken pieces out of it. Right. Like, cause everything's fractal. So, you know, you have to break it apart and sort of separate it. But within that separated piece is all the rest of it. It just doesn't know that it's all the rest of it because it only sees itself as the one piece, you know, <sighs> mind blowing stuff, dude. And then where's fear there, though, when you think that way? Right. Well, and it's like like, OK, so Bob and I were talking, um, I think, on our just our last one. We, we were briefly talking about what's what's better oral tradition or written history because oral tradition changes over time written history in theory doesn't but you can change it and then it's like solidly in one place or another and um it's like like you mentioned like well maybe they had good records maybe they were good record keepers as as i've thought about that for the last week i'm like you know what i don't think anybody's ever kept a record for any period of time like ever <laughs> accurately like i i think that we just have always going way far back or to right now or into the future in the future. They're not going to know what we were doing right here, right now. And right. Then we don't know what anyone was doing in the past. We can at best, at best, we can know what we've experienced in our own lifetime at best, right. but right. a lot of yeah, people that, that I can't even verify. Really. Yeah. Right. A lot of people, <laughs> myself included, don't have a perfect memory. You know, we don't, the, 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 what do they call it? Photographic memory. You know, people mm -hmm. who say that they can remember everything. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if that really exists for one thing, but um, you know, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I get more and more the further down, the rabbit holes that I chase and I, I think about all these things, the more I'm, I become convinced that humanity and this world have gone on forever. It's probably looked a lot different throughout different times, but that we've just been on this like cyclical deal. I don't know if it's resets that, 
that cause new things. Maybe it's just births, you know, over time, enough people are born and suddenly the past doesn't exist anymore. And when we pretend like we try to know what the past is based on things that people wrote down, based on people dig up things, people dig up old stuff and then they, they in quotes, carbon date it. And uh, they, they like come up with these dates that, oh, well, this was built at this time by these people and did this and that. We don't know any of that. I don't think we no. know any of that. I got a, I got a question for you, Chud. Yeah. What do you think about the uh, like the Sumerian cuneiform tablets? Yeah, I think they're interesting <laughs> as shit. <laughs> you know. Like, uh, but what what like what, being able to translate them? I don't know how anybody could come up with with well, an ability okay. to translate. Just let's say we could clay. Right. Let's just but. say we can. Okay. Like it was the information was passed down and people <laughs> remember how to read that stuff. And then we read that stuff. Well, there's your great reset, huh? That's when someone wrote down what had happened and yeah. it could all just be false because they right. wanted it to look like humans started at this time or whatever, you know? Well, and that's right. why everything's getting canceled now because as soon as the, you know, AI swoops up and, and rolls everything in, it's all going to be there forever. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Until that thing gets buried also, like everything else always has, right? Mm -hmm. Like yep. it, that seems to be part of the cycle though, is just something falling from above and burying that which is below, like probably cyclically, like a ever shifting hourglass or something, right? Like mm -hmm. I've seen some models of the world that look kind of like that, that are interesting, where it's like, all right, we live on kind of like one side of the hourglass and there's sand falling above us and draining out beneath us somehow, or just like ultimately compressing forever or something weird like that. Stack a, a, a hourglass yeah. on an hourglass on an hourglass. And they're all <laughs> coming. They're all just yeah. moving down. Just you know, cyclically kind of, I mean, I don't know the way I like to think about it is like, we're living inside of like a piece of DNA just on a little spot that's being rewritten. Right. Uh -huh. And so like the sun going around every day is rewriting a hard drive. Right. Like that's that's how I look at it. When I look up sure. at the sun, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a laser in the sky that you just, you know, nuked Maui. Right. Like, so I'm like, OK, that laser <laughs> in the sky did it because the, the sun's really blue, guys, bluish green. If we're being honest, you never stared at it like I've stared at it. <laughs> I have. It sure ain't yellow. <laughs> right. It sure and, isn't uh, yellow. No, 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 not at all. It's not the sun that I remember from my childhood, which makes me question the memories of my childhood themselves. I think that's because they put a yellow crane in our hands when we were a kid. And we all Is, you think so? Yeah, dude, that's a good point. We've just been told our whole lives that that thing's yellow. And it wasn't until a year into sun gazing that I went, I've never seen a yellow sun. <laughs> well, right. What's up with that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, it was it just kind of like hit me because my son was drawing a picture and, you know, grabbed the yellow crayon because that's what you depict the sun with. Uh I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was yellow when I was a kid. And, you know, like we said, memory is a strange thing. But uh, since I've been looking at it and really looking at it, I've never, I've never had the, 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 the adjective yellow pop into my head when looking at the sun. Right. Right. No doubt, dude. So yeah, man, we just live on a hard drive being rewritten constantly. We're just information. And like, once you start to look at it a little differently like that, then like all this bogus crap people are doing really doesn't bother you too much. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, another another piece of information being written into the hard drive today. You know what I mean? What do you guys think of like the Akashic record? You know, um, like the idea that all information does still exist. If I I'm think getting it's, this right. I think know? it's legit, dude. I think it really is. And I think that that's where where are all of this cover up of technology, like the whole aliens dynamic story and everything else. 
comes in so hard to sort of cover that up that that is legit right like and that since everything is fractal and in everything else infinitely and forever like you like individually if you condition yourself which is like yogis and you know what i mean like fucking ninjas and shit you know that are just wild as fuck and you're like how do they do that right like that level of mastery you know what i mean is what it takes to get that information right like you have to master yourself before you can look at anyone else's shit apparently like that seems to be the thing right mm -hmm. but once you do that and then you can see into these records dude these people pull information down that's like nothing's anyone's ever seen and uh, a lot of it is rendered as like being aliens and stuff like this right but if you look at like humanity and how different we are as like cavemen versus now right the different in appearance imagine an infinite future and an infinite past how many different versions of people like have been you know what i mean like that's a you lot can, i think of you can zoom people. way in way closer in on that and say how different are people in 2020 versus 1950 you know yeah like like there, you, you almost creatures. can't recognize you can't recognize a man from the 50s a, a, a 30 year old man in the 50s transported today we'd all think he's 60 <laughs> you know not not because right. of his complexion or his skin or anything like that but the just way a completely different and composure person. and the way yeah. he would treat other people and you know all of that kind of stuff it's a different so you know double that and uh you know make it make it uh 140 years instead of 70 years and the difference between a man then is alien now, it's alien it's, dude it's and alien then, and then we go as far as you're talking and we say not even a thousand or two thousand but ten thousand years 10,000 years, a 30 year old homo sapien <laughs> from 10,000 years ago versus uh, a 30 year old male homo sapien from today. They're not the same creature. Right. Right. Maybe dude. biologically, maybe, and maybe not, maybe not. Especially you not know, if you like factor in that, that whole everything is everything thing. And it's just like, so is we have all of this, like these properties, you know what I mean? To, to ourselves. I think that it is, you know, pretty legitimate to think that you can activate or turn on something if you can build a technology to do it right. Like we're doing with all of this brain implants and all this other stuff, augmented reality. If you can build a technology, then that idea has to exist somewhere, right? Like those concepts have to be somewhere to like extract from like, I don't know, I guess theoretically you could say, but like right. the thought has to be there for, for you to receive it. Well, like, uh, like, so, okay. If you look at like, video games, VR, um, all that kind of stuff. That's, that's so popular. And, you know, that's what, it's what's, uh, you could even say is controlling a lot of people's lives these days and whatnot. Like we work really, 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 really hard in my lifetime. People have worked really, really, really hard to recreate life, to recreate like video games are better. The more it's like life, you know, uh, the new Zelda is amazing because look at how realistic those graphics are as opposed to the ones that were in 1985 when the first mm -hmm. Zelda came out. Right. So I'll still it, take the first one. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but, but a lot of people won't, a lot of people really won't. Yeah. They won't even take the one from five years ago because those are like throwing sand in my eyes to look at those graphics. Look at how crisp and clean they are today. And these ones that people are praising today will be sand in your eyes in five years from now when there's something new and i'm saying five years because that's a real small period of time if, right well and think about if if that's the technology that they they show us what do what do 
what do they have? What, well, what do okay. they have? So what, what I want to get at though with it is if if we're if if people are feverishly working to try to make something that looks just like real life but isn't real life, like we if we have that drive, if that's natural, which I'm open to that it's not, and that we have oligarchs or Freemasons or someone <laughs> pushing people towards that. Right. right. Like maybe they're not even designing the games or the code or whatever, or telling them what to do, but they're, they're pushing people. They're telling them they're getting in one way or another strings are being pulled to make people want it more realistic all the time. If that's not the case though, if it is a natural drive that we have to do that, if that's existed for thousands, tens, hundreds of thousands, millions of years, is it because we are actually recreating life at a certain point and we've done that over and over and over again and you know you're right bob this is a fucking simulation you know of sorts but this code the code that was programmed last the ones and zeros don't appear as ones and zeros to us they appear as flesh and blood and dirt and air right. and you know all the things that we see but we can't see the ones and zeros anymore because we're so deep it became so real that it looked it looked just like real life looked before that but and now we're working our way towards it again and eventually we figure out a way to take this consciousness that we have in a brain and put it up onto a hard drive i don't know um if we were to do that how would we know and then would we inside of that feverishly work for ten thousand years to recreate the life that we're living inside of there so that we could you know do it again? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like, what kind of sadistic <laughs> things are we doing this again and again? <laughs> right. right. Well, and that would, you know, if if you if there's if we're choosing to come down here, that would explain like reincarnation or you know why you remember past lives. You like, all right, I want to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who would do that, but yeah right well maybe well, what if what if you reset. can't do the same one again like what if that's the thing like it just flows right like you can't do the same one again right. uh but but you have to somehow like carry this like information uh you, yeah and you got to just carry the information collectively through time like like if that's the goal you know so you're like feverishly building this data port thing that like bleeds the people back out into the ether so they can then be reborn or some crazy shit like that that's what i kind of imagine because there has to be like a disassociation sort of phase right if there's if things come together they have to like come apart right like that's kind of the idea of of rhythm right of, of this law of rhythm they're always talking about or correspondence you know these these like laws beneath the laws so like not the laws we're taught like in school um not you know the police following laws or uh you know legal issues things like this but like D the laws, laws that govern right the laws that govern like right. how right the how of everything like how how do things work we breathe in we have to breathe out like it seems like everything does that when you like really break it down and start looking at it seems like everything has that sort of oscillation to it or well you know, i see that i mean like uh look at the ocean it breathes it sucks in it comes back out look at trees they get big they they get leaves the leaves fall they grow back you know it's right almost everything has a rhythm to it in the way it exists and i'm sure that that's even true for like rocks but we just don't know how to see it we don't know what that is so we're not looking at it so we're not seeing it yeah yeah dude 
crazy, man. And then you start taking the news into consideration when you think like that. And it doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> when you're like watching the rhythm of the trees, you're like, all right. You know what I mean? This ain't a bad place to be. Uh, it's just, it's about how, like kind of who you surround yourself with and, you know, what you allow into sort of your bubble, you know what I mean? That, that part of you that accepts everything, like, and we all have that. And that's kind of part of how the system gets you, you right. know, that's, uh, that's my, that's my bottom line always is, you know, family, my family and my homestead, that's kind of the only thing that's real. You know, that's the only thing that's really real for me, period. You know, when it comes down to it, flat, round, cubic, you know, shape, earth shape, like it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter to me. There's another side of that, too. That's like, well, one one version is where people are lying and one one version is where you realize that people are lying, <laughs> you know, or or you, you see truth in things. Um, but at the end of the day, even if it's fucking the worst oligarchs I can imagine that are pulling these veils over our eyes if i can if i can surround myself with a good community with a good and by community in this particular case i'm saying with my family then fuck everything else <laughs> you know like if i can if i can truly love my children and they can truly love me and my wife and you know if we can if we can truly love the land that we're on and we can love those trees and all of the nature that's around us then the shape of things, the whether or not it's real, even doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if this is a simulation or not. If, if I'm feeling, <laughs> here we go, content in all of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, well, and that's, that's kind of, I think that's the, that's the name of the game, right? Like, that's the name of the game of Earth is to, find why we're here like that's the win right and since it has all to do with frequency um i think they can disrupt that so easily that it puts people on on the wrong paths on consumerism and and indulgence and all of those things instead of living a simple natural life living on your land putting your hands in the dirt you know, and being kind of in unison with the frequency of this place. Well, I, I don't doubt that there are people the pulling strings to break up what I'm describing of me caring about me and my family. Oh, and that, yeah. that and that that's what I'm saying is is dangerous in their in their eyes. They they want me not to love my kids and they want my kids not to love me so that we'll all split and we'll go our separate ways or more ideally we go the same direction into the same large city so they have that much more control over us they can monetize us better they can do all kinds of things to us at that point yeah it's all about it's all about profit like like that's another thing that i've been kind of up people's ass about is like stop going to all these wild ends to try to explain who's doing what it's oligarchs it's the greedy mm -hmm. ass people that own everything and yeah we just keep allowing it like we continue to allow it and it's time to stop like knock it off <laughs> like it doesn't matter if it's the freemasons or the lizard people or aliens or parasites or whatever well before we were like, we were recording we were talking about maui and i've been talking a lot about Maui, too fucking much about maui um <laughs> but uh you know what i'm finding myself 
where I'm finding myself going with it is aside from the fact that I find the idea of it being laser beams to be fucking awesome. (laughs) I I, I love that idea. I like this blue umbrella shit. I'm interested. I'm thinking about painting my house blue for that matter. Um, I, I, I'm also in, you know, I just had a fight with our, with our power company and we don't have smart meters on our house. Um, and that's not related to Maui, but I'm going, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm taking all these measures and this and that, but when it comes to a real discussion about it, not so much on a podcast like this, cause we're all open-minded and we can, we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. Right. But when I'm talking to like the people that I know, like I'm finding myself pointed towards a direction where I'm just saying, follow the fucking money. And you don't even need a con- in quotes conspiracy here, man. You know, uh, the, they're, they're saying that and everything I'm about to say is they are saying it capital T, whoever they are, you know, it's the news. It's, it's the sources that we grab these things from, but they're saying that it was uh, officially, it was started by down power lines, power lines that were still hot <laughs> power lines that probably should have been turned off power lines that if there was really a hurricane coming in that what for whatever reason picked up all that speed over Maui which you know there's there's anomalies all over the place here but um you know if the if there if people were tracking the weather and they kind of knew what was going on the power company probably should have turned those power those power lines off kind of like they say they did in, in Texas there a few years ago Bob you know when the yep. when it was they they shut down your guys's power nobody knew that for like 2 months like they thought everyone thought that it was that it was different disruption, natural disaster disruption, but it was actually that they shut it off and they said it was because we were concerned about your safety. Well, they should have been concerned about the safety there. And what I got to with it was that um, the power company that runs the uh, the Lahaina power, it's I think it's like 42 percent is owned between uh, Vanguard and BlackRock. So just follow that. Cool. Of course. And just go. Yeah. There's not even a, in quotes, conspiracy here. It's just asshole fucking money grubbers who will never let a good crisis go to waste. They see a hurricane coming. They go, ah, these would be the protocols we should follow to keep people safe. Let's not do that. (laughs) Maybe it'll work out in our favor. You know, the chief of police for Maui (laughs) is the same chief of police for Vegas during the Vegas shooting close he, he, he wasn't the he wasn't the chief of police at the time in uh, vegas he is now in maui but he was uh, uh incidents response something or another the, the okay. head of that so he was in charge of dealing with the vegas shooting 100 he right. is 100 chief of police in maui now and they put the p- chief of police in that incidents response like position because they didn't have that in maui or lahina right. So, oh, man, these story <laughs> writers, is. Man. he's basically <laughs> the same position. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like I, I said, there's I'm, a guild, this is guys. what I'm doing with normal people. I'm pulling it saying you don't even need a fucking conspiracy. You know, here's here's why you should be pissed off about those fires. But, man, it's hard for me to even go as far as I just did without there's there's like 10 conspiracies sprinkled in here, <laughs> you know, dude, so yeah. many. I mean, because because aside from laser laser beams are infinitely fascinating to me. You got like harp. You got you've got um, the idea of being able to generate hurricanes or and or control naturally occurring typhoon hurricane type weather and be able to steer it. Uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of things. I've been down every one of these rabbit holes at different points, and um, every one of them can play into this. Yeah, oh, I yeah, think dude. they can definitely create and control massive storms i'm pretty you know when 9-11 happened there was like a 
there was like a hurricane that was coming towards New York at the time, and it stopped just off the coast while 9-11 was happening. And as soon as that entire event was done and settled down, it turned. It like went stayed the there way. for like two days and then turned and went south and completely. They're going, do we need to that use like, this? Because that, that was a ritual, plan, right? You know, if that was ritual, like so many people will point out, you know, they, they needed it to happen one way or another. And if it didn't go the way they were trying to pull the strings to make it happen, maybe they had not just a hurricane, but five other plans in line to make that happen on a sacred date. Although I've heard some stuff about sacred dates and whatnot with all of this um, Maui stuff, too, because started on the 8th, 8-8. Eight, eight. I'm, not, I'm not good with all this number shit, but what basically that's when Sirius, the dog star, uh, becomes visible for a certain number of days. And that's when things are supposed to be destroyed and rebuilt in that time. And it's like a 70 day period. So that well, they, they were calling it, they were calling it Lionsgate, Lionsgate. Yeah. Uh, Lionsgate's another name for it too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then you got the, yeah, it's it, the video or not the video company, the, the recording studio Lionsgate, right? Like, top tier recording studio so it's like all right you start looking at what these guys are pray praying to or whatever you want to call it right it's, like, it's also the praising. dog star which dog star is the name of the video game company that makes grand theft auto and other you know best-selling video games and stuff like that um yeah there's 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 a hundred things <laughs> it's crazy dude it's crazy so when you look at blackrock right like i can't help but look at that name the name of it right and just you have this like legend of this, uh, the Rupus Negra or like the Black Mountain, right? That's supposedly like at the North Pole. And then you got like, uh, oh, what is that movie? Oh, geez, 2021 or something like that with the, the, the big obelisk or the big uh, monument, you know, on, on like Jupiter's moon or something. Yeah, and it's uh, just like this black rock, Space right? Odyssey. Right. So like looking at that, it's kind of like going back to the AI thing, like, dude, is AI just the financial shareholder of this world at some point? Like, you know what I mean? Is there just a giant freaking computer tower just stationed at the North Pole called BlackRock? And does it own freaking 50% of everything? And do just like people own the rest? Like, what's mm -hmm. going on? What's going on with that? Like, everything's encoded. So, you know what I mean? Like, what think if that's they the thing? own the rest, but they actually don't own any of it? Because when we start breaking down finances, at least in the United States and I believe it's this way pretty much everywhere. Yeah. None of us own anything. <laughs> you know, no, right. It's just an illusion. It's not, actually, all, you're it's not allowed to. I mean, don't get me wrong. Anything. I will fight tooth and nail to keep in quotes, my property, but I mean, on paper, it ain't even my property. I'm paying, I'm paying an allowance <laughs> to be able to call it my property at best. Right. I'm renting yeah. it at best. According to their, the paper, even if you did own it outright, like they can take it. Yeah. Yeah. No, by force eminent domain goddamn thing like it, it's impossible to own anything that's uh, i like i like jabbing at people that you know are like goddamn capitalist i'm like that doesn't exist here guys i know that's um, why because I everything's using controlled. The term capitalist <laughs> yeah it, everything here is controlled and and i've i've started to think the other day i said you know this is they call it planet earth well it would have it's it's plan it like the entire thing has been planned everything 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 that we know 
about the past, everything that's happening now, everything that's projected to go into the future. It's all planned. It's all, mm-hmm. all of the big events, all of the things that you see in the news. It's all been planned and it's all been planned for a really long time. And this is just how it's going. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is on this timeline and we're just along for the ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. And it's like uh, the goal is to, lay back, relax and enjoy the ride. Right. Like that's, that's right. kind of the goal. And that's, they, they're doing a great job of making it tough, you know, for people out there. And I, I don't know. I feel like that's the purpose of a lot of this stuff sometimes. Well, they're making it tough well, for us because we're all thinking because we right, got our right. thinking caps on and we're actually paying attention <laughs> to the world around us. They're actually making it really, really easy to not pay attention back to what I was saying about the graphics on video games, you know, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you're and everyone's got a computer in their hand. They can watch anything, anytime. Like we are a satiated people. We're always we always like boredom shouldn't be a thing anymore. <laughs> Although oh, I think that we live in more boredom than ever because we're staring. We're almost literally staring at the palms of our hands. Well, a family we're of in a, five right. all sitting at home staring at their hands. It's just they got a thing in between their and eyes. And it's because of a perpetual state of boredom that you were mm-hmm. seeking to escape. You're you're bored, so you are escaping into your phone. Um, and, and that so you're you're in this perpetual boredom instead of trying to figure out you know something to do and i dude i spend way too much time looking at my goddamn phone it's mostly zillow at the moment but um Mm -hmm. you know it's uh it's an addiction and they know it is pretend you weren't using your your energy pretend you weren't using your phone and doing what you do when you're on your phone that would be like the ultimate definition of boredom boredom you know you're just sitting there you're not you're you're like you know, in, instead, we're like telepathically communicating with people through this thing because, you know, we put it there and other people see it. And, you know, we, you can you can easily it's magic. Burn, man. You can use you <laughs> mm-hmm. can burn a day using your phone, like burn a fucking day, like just mm-hmm. flat out. You can't do that without that phone. You know, um, I had a I had a brief period of time um, when I was like dropping out of school and um, not working yet. And I was bored and I like I, I took LSD don't tell anyone. And I had this like realization <laughs> that like, man, we should never, ever be bored. Like boredom isn't right. Boredom isn't, isn't, isn't inherent in us. We like, there's always something to do when, and from, from that point forward. And, you know, I can't, I wavered on this, especially as I started drinking and things, but um, you know um, there's always something to do within your peripheral vision right in front of you there's something to pick up and do there's something to read there's something to look at there's something to be thinking about that uh, you know as i say this and now i say that uh sitting around and looking at our phone take the phone away well if you're meditating maybe that could be closer to you know you're not bored if you're doing that if you're really really deep in thought and you're really thinking but as soon as you put uh <laughs> dude where's yeah, my car for the 10th time in front of your face and the palm of your hand, you ain't thinking anymore. Well, and dude, did you notice that this world is playing out just like that stupid movie, dude? Like, like we got the Pleiadians coming, you know, looking like, um, looking like Icelandic people, right? Like coming to save us. And like all I like, dude, we live in dude, where's your car? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> it crossed with idiocracy a bit. Like that's it. Yeah. dude. Like, you know, and, and then like, once you see it, you just kind of have to laugh and like, all right, I'm watching 
all the movies, dude. Like they're all out here. Like, you know what right. I mean? So like the the field again, like back in they're all in the field. All the movies are out there and they've copied them and put them in a box in your hand. And mm -hmm. like you don't realize that you can look out here in your life and find the same thing, the exact same thing that you're looking down here at. Like so like looking at history. Right. Uh, or this Tartaria thing and all of this, dude. I'm 100% sold, but the thing they're covering up is that we have a magic past, all right? And that all the animes and all the stuff that's put out as fiction is 100% true because we've been here forever, like we were saying, you know what I mean? It's just layered one on top of the other and just, like, keeps going forever. And and this is, like, the low-key joke of uh, Lamb Chops and the song that never ends, you know? Like, everything is its own inside joke, you know what I mean? Like, and we're just being sold our own jokes back. Mm -hmm. by by this machine like <laughs> i don't know you know it's crazy it's um i've uh i've always liked uh like the absurdist philosophy of 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 humor and mundane life of like the way i always think of it is when you're in line at a supermarket you can be pissed off just like everyone else around you because trust me they're all pissed <laughs> you know like nobody's nobody's having a good time in a in a supermarket uh, line unless you're with friends or something <laughs> but we'll just imagine they're all just individual people you can either be miserable with them or you can look at how miserable everyone is and find humor in that <laughs> you know and yep. you can look at yep. all the products that they're trying to control our minds with and you can let it control your mind subconsciously as you don't pay attention to them or you can laugh at that you can laugh at all those magazines with oprah there's probably a whole bunch of them right now with Oprah talking about what kind of money she's spending to restore Lahaina, you know, and you can laugh about that or you can cry, you know, you can cry about Lahaina. You can cry because you're in line and you can be sad and angry at the people around you because they're someone with 12 items and the 11 items or less line and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> or you can just be there and laugh. And that's, that's the only thing that keeps me sane. <laughs> it's being no able doubt. to laugh and laugh in the face of the insane. Oh, dude, every comedy ever is playing out at your local Walmart. Like, if you want to mm -hmm. see it, you're going to see it. But you got you to gotta walk into the situation not going blue and yellow just like Ukraine. You know, you right. got you to gotta put that behind you and go, oh, my God, this is hilarious. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, listen to the conversation sometimes people are having around you and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Dude, you yeah. got to hear things that you would only dream of seeing on a sitcom. You know what I mean? Like, in the real world, you go out there and, and look for it. It's there, you know? It's like you said, the movies are, are in real life happening right now, right? And, you know, part of that, too, is that the movies need to be a little bit, at least a little bit, if not completely, like real life. Just like the video game aspect I was talking about earlier, the more like real life it is, the better it's going to be. That's why these stories are all recycled as well. You know, um, like, I don't know, dude, my, where's my car well enough, but I guarantee you it's the 10th time that movie was made when that movie was made, you know, that, oh, that right. general concept it, it's, I'm sure it's, it's, it's was encoded in all of the Cheech and Chong movies that came before it, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and Cheech and Chong was encoded in all the movies before that. And those movies were encoded in the writings before that, or the radio plays before that. And, you know, we just kind of keep, and it's, and it needs to remind us of real life. If we're going to be staring at our hands or looking at the, looking at our phone and watching it, it's got to have some resemblance to real life. Otherwise everyone would be watching like Holy Mountain and El Topo. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen so, movies like that. So do you think this, uh, this, this uh, media machine or whatever is just like, is it, do you think it's just ultimately there to sell things? Like, 
you know what I mean? To to drive an industry for some unknown force that seems to be all right. So like what could possibly be so greedy to need all that money, right? Like what could be consuming all these resources and things? Right? Well, it's, this it's, is this right, is the part like, that I wonder about. Like it's not that money is the root of all evil, the love of it is, right? And so it just greed is something that infects you. I think I think once you meet that level of of wealth and power, it 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 infects you like a fucking. You think they just hoard it like like a great dragon, you know, like well, no, or, or, they, do they, or is there something being done with all of these like resources and? Well, I think it's all keeping up the veil, right? Like I think they spend ungodly amounts of money just continuing the facade of everything, you know. I think. You know, I, I think it's quite possible that all of this numerology and all of the symbolism and all the, oh, the Masons did this and uh, Flat Earth versus Round Earth, all of this shit is injected just to keep our heads spinning, just to keep us from freaking doing what we're supposed to be doing. We waste so much time on all this stupid shit that, that we don't really need to be wasting our time on and that's what like i don't go down rabbit holes anymore like i'll check a couple things out here and there but like i just don't go down them anymore like if there's no like why why i just don't i don't pay attention like the hawaii stuff i've kind of just barely paid attention to it i've i've purposefully just been like no i don't care like yeah. I don't, it's just a distraction i don't care there's just so much like, of it though you gotta just keep going through that's, that's <laughs> going the thing through. though bob i'm the same way right but it might not sound like that with everything i was saying about maui earlier but it's because i passively take in what's going on in maui and i've just been down those rabbit holes before so right. like like i'm not i'm not reading anything about laser beams or harp per se with this but i'm seeing what other people are saying on the surface level and i'm putting my 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 previous research like into well, immediate it's, effect it's like people forget that this is not the first time this shit has happened right like there have and, been direct energy weapons to start fires to burn lots of land they're like they're i hear i hear of a time. wildfire no matter what it is where it is or how big it is and i go huh could have been a laser beam you know, it's like one of the one of the like first things that that popped through my head or maybe not even laser beam. But the one of the last things that popped through my head is is that it was an actual natural disaster. And then if it is a natural disaster, I'm perfectly willing to believe that a lot of people without your best interest in mind are going to pounce on that to make things worse for a lot of people. Yeah. And, well, you know, uh... when it comes to and, and just to, to Randy about the. um about the, the phones and selling people things and whatnot. I think that the people selling stuff and making money there, I almost think that that's a necessary byproduct of it all or the other way around. The phone is the byproduct of people selling things. But really, if there, if there are people pulling strings way, way, way up high, the actual goal of having a phone in everyone's hand is to keep us pacified and to keep us, to keep us, keep us three, going down rabbit holes and keep three other people who aren't on a podcast right now, scrolling through their feed and looking at, I don't know. I don't know what people, I, I honestly, I don't know what people are into these days, but you know, they're, they're talking about the walking dead season 25, you know, or, right. or whatever. <laughs> um, they're, they're just they're whatever pop culture phenomenon is going on. 
and then they all take a minute here and there to feel sad and be happy that Oprah's giving money to Maui. And, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm sad for a second. Oh, but the celebrities have got it, you know, <laughs> like people, with, right. I don't have money, so I can't do anything, but other people are. Oh, and I heard about some kids that were at a lemonade stand that raised $3,000 that they sent to the victims over there. Oh, I feel so good now. Now, now back to walking right. dead or whatever it is that, that they're, they're into. And just to essentially, I see it as removing people from, from life. If I, if I was talking about my family mattering to me and everything else being a matrix outside of that, I I think that the real goal is to get people out of that, out of that real life aspect, out of caring about the people that you're sitting in the living room with. Because I know very well that there are families all over right now, as we're doing this, there are houses full of families that are still together on paper. They're right. You know, married parents and three kids or whatever dog, cat, you know, it's all it's all good, but they're all in either the same room or separate rooms, all looking at separate screens. And that separate screens is like a huge part of it. And the single screen was just a was just a step towards that, getting us to all watch movies and listen to the radio together. And then we're all watching. You know, we Bob and I have talked about before the the schedule that we, people would keep. Thursday night. I can't go out Thursday night. So that's when Seinfeld's on or whatever, you know, like we started see TV, man. Yeah. We had, we had things that we had to be home because of what was on TV. And, um, you know, that was all just conditioning to get us to the point. Now you never have to be home to watch anything on TV. That's, that's like not a thing anymore. You can watch any of it anytime you want. There's never a dedicated time, but there's also simultaneously 10 billion times more stuff available at the fingers at your fingertips at any moment in time. Therefore you could spend 24 hours a day, not sleeping, watching Netflix for like 20 years and you won't have watched all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they'll have more for you next season. And and by the time you get through that 20 years, guess how much more was they created 10 times more than existed when you started watching it. (laughs) There's an infinite amount of shit to consume yeah infinite like you could never ever ever you know if they stopped creating it right now it would take 10 lifetimes to get through it all Mm -hmm. you know like it would there's just so much out there i don't know how they're doing it and it's it's really crazy how much gets funded because you can see some pretty crazy shit and it's like how did that even get made like who saw that script and was like, yeah, I'll throw $10 million at that. Like, yeah. like what and, then, the shit? and then dozens of other people helped to get it made. And then it was made. And then someone at Netflix viewed it and said, yeah, we'll put it up on our, on our platform, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then, and then people are clicking on it and watching yeah. it too. Well, and like, that's the thing. Like, remember when a low budget movie was like hundreds of thousands of dollars? Like mm-hmm. that was a low budget movie. Like Napoleon Dynamite would cost like twenty four thousand dollars to make, and it made like two hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and the they they've gone from a low budget movie being something small like a hundred two hundred thousand dollars to a low budget movie being ten million dollars. Big budget is like three four five hundred million dollar yeah. movies, insane amounts. Dude, I and saw. They, Oh, go ahead, Randy. No, have you guys seen any of the like recent uh, 
Mission Impossible movies are there's like a new one out or something, right? Is there? Dude, I went and saw this with my kid and I don't even think I don't even think it's a real I don't I don't think anything's real anymore at this point. Like that, <laughs> I don't think right it's Tom Cruise, man. Like this thing, right. this thing behaved like an eight, like it behaved like be. a robot or an alien. Like it did not. The mannerisms weren't right. Right. They're really stale, like really just really? not. It was weird, dude. It was weird. You remember so when weird. he came out in the baseball game and he was all puffy? Like it, it got really uh, like it went around. Everybody was sharing the picture of Tom Cruise and he was like swollen like he got stung. By, like, I think that babies. these 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 beings that that are like, you know, on display, I think that these are the same beings that have been on display for like thousands of years, guys. Like, I think that yeah. these are constantly being looped around. And like, surely like, you've so there's seen like, old Civil War photographs where you're like, holy shit, that is Brad Pitt. Right, you know? right, dude. <laughs> like, and, and you well, know, it's, uh, <laughs> like there's only certain templates, right? It, it still it still caters to kind of the simulation theory is because there's only a certain amount of templates of face shapes and whatnot. And so you're obviously going to have to repeat. And like those classic face shapes, right? Like, you know what I mean? That Do you want to have around all the time? So do you like build a bunker and clone a bunch of them? I mean, I know I would, right? Like if you knew <laughs> Brad Pitt was a blockbuster, like no matter what time period he's in, he's just going to rake it in for you. You think you're not going to like stash yourself like a couple thousand Brad Pitts? You know what I mean? Or or like, <laughs> like, come on. Like, and if, if you have all the money, you're selling everyone everything all the time. So you've got like, what are you going to use that money for? Well, you're going to like start to plan for the future right because it's your planet after all right like you're saying right. and so you just start stashing these little gems away and you just like start looping them out you start like digging in another big hole over here making another crater for like oh that's earth also you know we're gonna call it uh uh this is a this will be we'll call it 666 the mark of the beast earth mark six you know what i mean or whatever like right. so each story has its own like earth and and these people are just like creating consumerism to like drive the next story and then they're like portraying it to us as Tomorrowland or like whatever else you know when really it's no it's just the next story that like our lives here are building for us when we're done here like like what if we're actually doing all of this for ourselves legitimately like right. you know what I mean like all yeah. of this grind work that we're doing out here is is going back to like fueling us because we are actually immortal souls and need a vehicle to play the game in, you know? So we're like, right. And and so that's why we're all like, dang, I got to go to work today. You know what I mean? But we get up and do it anyway. When like, ultimately like field theory wise, we shouldn't have to bro. Like we should be able to manifest whatever we want, but that's not right. part of like the story. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Like we I, need I the story. It's all fabricated, right? It's all this illusion that we have to go to work. We have to make money. We have to do this when we don't we don't i saw this really rad video the other day and it was uh it was going through and it was like if you take all of the people you take eight billion people and you give them all a quarter acre which is enough to provide to grow the food that you need to feed a family of three they'll all fit in like this country in like iran like and then you know, if you give them all three quarters of an acre where they can grow all their food and possibly have a couple animals or something, then they, you know, it will fit in Brazil or whatever. Like it was just like it was like you little it tiny was all this little like space, little yeah. chunks of space all and it went all the way up to I think an acre. 
And it was like, you give them all an acre and it'll fit here. And it was just a fraction of the land that's available. A fraction yeah. of it. It's <laughs> like, uh, it's it's really mind-blowing. And I think everyone that is concerned about overpopulation, which I think is everyone who lives in densely packed cities, should look at things like what you're talking about there, Bob, because we have so much space. So much so space much. on this planet. It's crazy. This plane, in this realm, whatever the fuck. And that's just what they're telling us is here right right yeah. like because i i personally buy into that we have a lot more a lot more space than we're even told but just i think we have more more land inside of this realm than we're told it's uh it was uh, i've i think i've probably mentioned it on here before but it was a real mind-blowing thing to me back like 2005 when i was starting to wake up to a lot of things i saw the square acreage of all of the dumps in the United States all put together by someone who just did their own research and like figured out exactly how much square acreage all of it was together. And it was such a tiny little blip in the middle of the United States, just like it wasn't, didn't, didn't register on a fully zoomed out map. Right. And that's yeah. as they were telling us that, Oh, you know, they were telling us about Wally type stuff or or, or idiocracy where the, it's mountains of garbage. Because right. We're we're producing so much crap because we're overpopulated. And that fits real well into our minds when we live in cities, especially when you yeah. literally crap on top of someone and have someone crapping on top of you. Like literally that's happening in your apartment. <laughs> right. right. You know, and, and, and you're like, oh, man, you know, and I'm I'm driving a pickup truck and it takes up whole lane of traffic and you know i don't know just all the you know like traffic right. is congested and you know there's people everywhere and then i look off the side of the freeway and there's home bums pitching tents like right next to these cars that are doing 70 miles an hour because there's no place else to be there's no place else to be but then you know it's you start looking at how much space there really is and then there are things to point out you know those people can't take up you can't necessarily homestead and make a whole lot of um food on an acre in the middle of the sahara desert right maybe right. maybe not i don't know maybe. much about the sahara sahara <laughs> is a very unexplored area that could be completely different than as it's described to us but i know there are places here in washington state over in eastern washington state that are just it's flat out desert it's uh there's there's little brushes here and there but it's it's just it's too dry and arid to really be able to grow anything and then that whole area is covered in in apple and pear orchards which are but they truck all that water in and they it's it's perfect conditions washington is the apple state right because we grow so many apples here but we grow it in the worst place to do it because we pipe all the water in from somewhere else um yeah it's but, like that in cali too yeah but dude that space that i'm talking about is so vast so incredibly vast that there is plenty of of usable land to create an acre for all of however many people they in quotes whatever number they give us for for population of the earth which i don't buy for a second i don't know if it's bigger or smaller but there is no way to count the people here oh no i <laughs> people are they're just like, yeah, there's 8 billion people. It's like, how yeah. the fuck is that even? A Where do you get that's that? A, how do you even think you could possibly know that number? Well, census. And I'm like, mm. you know how much of this world where, like, you think they have a census that's accurate in India where there's, like, billions of people? Come on. 
You think they got Come an accurate on. census here in the United States where people just want fucking privacy? Right. I've never filled <laughs> you know? out a census report ever. Yeah. Ever. It's, uh, I had to and, kick a census guy off my property one time. At best, it's, it's like, equations and algorithms that get them ideas of how many people they think there are. But even then, I just don't I don't think it's how are they going to count everybody in India? You know, like, how are they going to count everybody in these like d- super densely pa- uh, packed in areas, places in China, places like that? Um, well, how there, many there places, places are there? Are there people that like are just tribes in the middle? Right, of right, yeah. Exactly. So then, and then you've got the other not registered births, right? Like, yeah, you can't you can't track all of everyone, and and I think this is kind of why there's that that big push to sort of uh, track everybody. Also, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So actually, you know, that's a good point that I thought about. I haven't said it out loud though. Is that getting a smartphone in everyone's hand might be part of an idea of how to count people better? Of because course. yeah a phone in everyone's hand i mean we're really close to that being an actual truth you know it's um it's it's, it's most people it's most people but you know most people it's also like 75 say, say by the statistics but see like but that's that's always been a phenomenon that i've called bullshit on um you know they're whatever the celebrity of the minute is like lady gaga was huge right everyone knows who lady gaga is at whatever year i'm talking about 2008 or something every everyone knew who she was in quotes everyone right but yeah. but there were a shit ton of people who didn't shit tons of people who did not know who she is what she does why she's famous what she looks like any of those things because people just don't there's a lot of people who just don't care right but i think we've broke a different threshold with smartphones where grandmas have them toddlers have them people in between it's it's super rare that anyone like stands on it like i stand on it i don't have one but it's it's like hard not to have one (laughs) you know like it's it's not actually hard in the in the real sense of things for me but it's hard like i went to a concert a while ago where i needed a paper ticket and they didn't want to let me in this was just before covid um but it was they, they didn't believe that i didn't have a smartphone they're saying just pull it up so we can just do this and I'm like, I, I don't have it. <laughs> I have a flip phone. Will that help you in any way? And you know, the, it was, it was, it presented a serious problem for me getting into a concert that, you know, I paid 40 bucks for. Um, and that I see that presenting itself again in the future. It hasn't really happened again since then, but there've been, there are plenty of times like, uh, you know, if uh, I work at a restaurant and they don't have a list of people waiting anymore. They have a QR code that people come in and they scan and they walk out the door and they wait for a text telling them when to come into the restaurant. Whereas it used to be a huge waiting area. It was, you know, talk of the town was like, what's going on out in front of that place? Because there's, you know, 30 to 40 people all drinking and waiting for a table. You know, that doesn't that doesn't happen anymore. And the reason that doesn't happen isn't because people are afraid of COVID. Maybe it started because of that. But now it's because they all just scan a QR code and then go back and they sit in their car. They go to a bar somewhere else. They go, they go do something else. They don't wait. And um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, we're, we're getting to a point where we're, we're breaking a threshold where I think more people have them than don't for sure. And oh, yeah. we could, we could hit a time by the time my, my 10 uh, year old son is 20. I, it could be, you know, 90% of the population, if not more. Yep. 
and just I don't get know. people it looks dumbed pretty, down. Pretty close to that already, I think, man. Like, yeah, I, I, all my son's friends. Uh, I, I mean, everybody's got one. Like, out, you know, out homeless the, people have them. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, homeless I mean, people. I don't see homeless people phones. without them. I see. Right. Have you guys right. seen this? I don't know if you guys are in the city enough to see it. <laughs> Bums, find oh, the yeah, sign. Dude. Find yeah. the sign with the QR code, the Venmo code. No, yeah. oh, yeah. that. you don't even oh, gotta yeah. roll down your window anymore. Oh, dude, here's five bucks. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love it. I love it, dude. Time times are changing, man. They are. Changing, you don't have to drop changing. the change physically into their hands anymore. You don't gotta hey, touch man, those they're making it bastards. easy, bro. They're making it easy for us. Wow. Oh, so the next time I go get oranges off the side of the freeway in Los Angeles, maybe I'll just have to scan a code, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> you don't gotta. You don't gotta touch those filthy bastards. It's it's cool. So wild, man. <laughs> oh, dude. But you know what? I kind of gave up on the dying on the hill of the phone thing you know i i don't want a new one i don't really want any other new frequencies buzzing around you know what i mean in my pocket i've had the same one for like three years so i'd imagine i, I probably caught the flu from it when i first got it and you know now i'm acclimated so i don't want to go through that again if that's like sure. the way right. the, the way that it goes because it seems like it is you know it seems like uh every time we start changing like a like a massive sort of vibration or frequency there's just fallout and they've got to like come up with something to explain it away otherwise people will uh not want the crap they're going to sell them you know they're not going to want the, like new tech and upgraded this and that like if they're like oh wait this is going to make like my grandma sick or like you know oh this is gonna you know what i mean um give me uh right weird ADD symptoms or something. Cause it's like a buzzing in your head that you can't explain. Cause like, dude, I remember when I was young, when computers were first just coming out, right? Like Apple two E like we're talking back like 91 or 92 or something. Sure. Right. And, uh, and these things you'd walk into a room where like five or 10 of them are in a bay on and you could feel it. You could mm -hmm. feel it when you walked into the room, you could buzzing. hear it. It was super high pitch, right? It's hot. I think we've just gotten conditioned to that vibration, oh, that that man. that high pitched sound and that squeal. Because, dude, it used to bother me so bad when I was a kid. But after a while, I just never noticed it. You know, I got used to having it next to me. Like the the computer towers were super loud, so you didn't really catch that as much as you heard the fan. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, so yeah, you just heard the fan going, and you're like, all you knew is you're gonna play a video game, so you didn't even care. You know sure. what I mean? At that point. And it's like, I don't know how many times I got sick when I was a kid and it could have been some kind of frequency issue. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like everything is nowadays. You know what I mean? If I go to uh, sometimes to Walmart, it's just too much. You know what I mean? There's too much going on. All the people, the phones, the technology, the bright lights. It's just like, why am I sensitive to this at this moment and not at the next? You know, and I think there's people walking around with all their freaking devices pinging off of each other and everything like that. Typically, I live pretty out of the way. You know, I'm not around all that stuff all the time. So it's just like abrasive, you know, and you don't notice it if you're around it all the time. And you're wondering, like, why are you why you're losing your shit at your old man and he didn't do anything or you know what I mean? Combine that with like the crap you're watching, right? Like you're watching murder porn and shit and like wondering why you're getting upset and wanting to kill somebody. And you know what I mean? All these other issues like society has. And it's like, 
nobody really that thinks about it wonders where these issues come from. We see where it comes from. You know what I mean? Right. They just want to, they want to treat the mental illness problem. They don't want to solve it. Right. Like like we clearly have a mental illness problem, but it's from those things that they're, that are being sold. That's, that's why there's, it's just like, well, let's, uh, and it's that like Hegelian dialect thing, you know, like they just continually pump out solutions while constantly creating problems. And it's like, I wonder if it's been like that for thousands and thousands of years, probably. Right. Like the first time you took down a deer, you had to figure out, well, I'm going to take down a deer better than this other dude taking down a deer so that, you know, I could be the guy that took down the deer. Then we just like create the next problem, the next solution. And it just cascades onward forever. And here we are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, here we are. How many millions of years later or whatever that they haven't told us about. Have you seen um, there's a, a show called Love, Death or Robots? Uh, and, yeah, I don't recall they, it. The they have this refrigerator episode where every few seconds they're opening the refrigerator and there's an, a civilization in the freezer, and just by seconds when they open the refrigerator again, and sometimes days, it it will have jumped like from cavemen to slightly more advanced, and then it'll jump again and. And then it start like they end up blowing themselves up and then it starts over. That's a classic Twilight Zone episode right there where the guy they're on like a foreign planet and they find life in a little puddle. And yeah, uh, and it, he's like, wow, look at them. They look like little cavemen down there. And in the, like two days that they're there and the guys observing them, they they're flying around in spaceships and they're worshiping him as a god in the skies because he's been staring over them and watching them while their entire civilization <laughs> developed. Mean, <laughs> it might be something like that. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure, dude, for sure. I love the <laughs> the Titans talk, man. And, and, you know, it only makes sense to a certain point. Like, if you start looking at the fact that no matter how deeply they look, they never get to the end, right? Like, there's always another particle. There's always another thing, you know, that they're finding. There's always more information, like, coming out. So it's like... It's it's got to all be there, you know what I mean? And I think that size, right? We're talking about size and scale, and uh, I think that and time are somehow intertwined. Like maybe in a different time, things are a different size, which is why we don't see them, right? Or they're like moving at a different speed, so they could everything could very well be like all right here, but like what if it's just like so big that like we don't see it, dude? It's out there, like way the hell out there because it's so big. You know, the the next layer up or whatever aliens. Right. We got this idea that aliens are like all our size. You know what I mean? Oh, they're, they're like four feet tall. And this one's like eight foot, seven, eight foot tall. And uh, but, you know, there's no 10 foot giants in history. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, right, no, right. no, man, that's a newspaper clipping. That's a spoof. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it could have been hundreds of feet tall, hundreds and hundreds and trees were thousands like trees were these giant mile high things so do you think things are getting you think things are growing up or do you think that things are growing like growing down or falling smaller i I, think we're falling smaller sometimes i think we are either purposefully being made to be small or or like what if there was a battle and between like the titans and the the fey folk the smaller ones right and we lost and they freaking cut down all the trees and just like, put a freaking dome over this shit and, and, <laughs> and walked away and just were like all right man y'all 
enjoy that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and the only thing we can do is go smaller. So here we are building nanotech and it just right. keep having, we keep doing it and we're putting wow. like a cap on that. Right. We're like, Oh, D wave computer, put a lid on it. <laughs> right. Like right. keep it in a box. You know what well, I mean? That's how that multi-layer dimensional thing is. Like you said, it's like, it's like that, the guy sitting, you know, a big giant creature standing next to a puddle watching a civilization or opening a freezer like it's this perpetual bigger thing um and maybe that's all we're in maybe that's all it is and and the gods are the people that just kind of but they're just people though like like they're just larger people with like lives like all the rest of us what if it's people just with tech that we don't know about like you know the the term god we don't we don't know what that really means. Right. We don't know what that really means. Like maybe it's a person like you and me and they just have advanced knowledge or advanced tech that we don't have. And so maybe they don't even do have that. We can't. Maybe they're just there, <laughs> you know? Right. Maybe and, it's right. just like another regular ass dude, you know? And it's just like, we happen to be in that regular dude. And like, he's not trying to create us, but like his body is somehow or some weird shit like that, you know? Cause, Cause that's what, that's what's represented in that twilight zone when the guys, he's just observing him. Right. He's just fascinated, you know? And if you, if you read into it, like I did, you know, okay, so when he first finds it, he's like laying on the ground being just two inches away from it in their caveman. And then he goes, and and by the time he wakes up the next day, they're like, they're way beyond that. They're they're like in Roman times or whatever, right? And in that time, he'd been sleeping. So there, there were people long, long, long ago in that civilization that had seen his face zoomed in close. But then he was gone and nobody believed he was there, right? Other people that didn't see him. You know, my great grandfather said that I saw the face in the sky or whatever, you know, and then, you know, so he would come and go. And meanwhile, his buddy was getting mad at him for spending all his time at this little puddle. And he becomes the devil in these people's lore down in this little thing. Bad guy, because he like kicks him, you know, he like he'll like stomp on an area and be like, just leave it alone. You know, we got work to do where we were sent here to to observe whatever they were there for. And uh then by the end, like you can see, they've got like stat. There's people who worship him, and there's people who who worship the devil, and there's people. You know, there's all this. There's all this conflict within there from Damn. these. From this, it was like a two day period or whatever, and they're all going off of these like seconds at a time of things that happened. While the guy's really, he's busy. He's really, he's busy off doing his job that he works. I can't quite remember, but it seems like it ends with them getting in a spaceship and heading back to Earth. You know, kind of a thing as so many of those twilight zones did but (laughs) but you know when we think about things like that it's like well what if there was something that was clearly a god that was here ten thousand years ago and it was clearly a god it could do things that we don't can't comprehend today and now maybe we're just getting there we're just getting to where we can comprehend what that's like like through technology we're like holy crap it is possible like we can burn down acres and acres of this and that you know with like some weird blue beam right i'm more (laughs) into to thinking about things i like thinking about the idea of of giant gods that are up above us and things like that it's fun but i do tend to to personally drift back towards the idea that it's all here that's all in everything right. is in everything and that we can figure this all out. We've got all the tools or maybe we can't figure it out, but that it's all what here. If, what if, what if, what if it is all here 
and nobody really knows anything but there is a group of people that have controlled it and they're still trying to figure it out but nobody really knows anything and so they're throwing a bunch of wild theories out there to see if somebody else can figure it out like and that's why they drop theories that they may have all over the place to the conspiracy community and they let the little conspiracy community start digging and they're like all right figure it out and let's see if there's anything there you know that we can kind of use to try to figure out what's like kind of infinitely looking deeper like forever and and it just doesn't stop and we just keep going and and because it's impossible to know right like it's it's (laughs) just an impossible thing to know oh man i love it dude that's what life's about man for me anyway for uh the people out there that you know get smart enough to just not not pay attention to some of the crap going on uh in these screens you know what i mean uh they're just they're just storyboards you know like so like we get a decision are we gonna write our own you know what i mean you're gonna write your own story or you're gonna like just read all day like i mean and reading all day is cool though don't get me wrong you know what I mean? think, <laughs> you gotta read a lot to greatest... come up with a good story for yourself <laughs> right yeah. right it seems that way for sure i think the greatest thing that could happen to humanity is if they turned the internet off just <laughs> turn it off like the internet is gone for like a year mm-hmm. like yeah i think that would change year. everything just one year would be pretty legit i think a lot Dude. of people would die to be honest uh lots i think a lot of people and i don't mean they i don't mean people would die without the internet i mean i think people would kill people like oh yeah dude shit would kill oh that's yeah the conditioning wild quickly uh, i think i think there's a lot to paying attention to cyber polygon and the idea of of massive power failures because massive Mm -hmm. power failure part of that massive internet failure we're we're all like i said we're more bored than ever even though we seem like we're occupied because we're all watching movies we're all watching season 75 of the walking dead starts next week um or whatever you know but then all of a sudden you don't have that we're we've we've crossed a point where there's a lot of people who don't know what to do like they don't know what to do and i don't just mean survival like, yeah, there's a lot of people who don't know how to procure food. Okay. Right. Those things, those are obvious. We saw that at the beginning of, of, of 2020 when everybody went crazy and, you know, bought up all the toilet paper. And then there were people without toilet paper, you know, crap like that. Right. People don't know how to, how to people. And with food that was gone from the shelves was, was the top ramen, you know, the, the top ramen, if people were really thinking they were going to cook, they bought bags of flour and sugar because they know how to bake cookies, you know, things like that. A lot of people don't know how to, how to survive in that sense, but there's, but even if you take that element out, say the food's still all there, the supply chains aren't broken. We just don't have internet and we don't have power, but you can still drive to the store. I, there's people who just don't know what to do. They don't know how to occupy themselves and they will literally go insane. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think people will start killing each other. I, I hate to be this, this grim. Let's, let's turn it around before we wrap up. Right, but, uh, right. I, I say maybe, maybe it's what we need, but, but exactly. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, 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 um, I'm sympathetic to the people who believe we're overpopulated, <laughs> even though I don't agree. Well, I grew up in LA, so need, I get it. We dude. need some, we need some people. We need to call There's the population. I'm, they just need I to be moved around call. a little. Yeah. 
spaced there's, out a bit. <laughs> yeah, there's a certain group, maybe only a few thousand strong, that I'd like to remove and just watch everything kind of go back to natural everything. You know? But if we if we could drop the internet for one year and pick it back up, so oh man, things would be so much better after. I think a lot of people that survive that survive would learn some incredible lessons about life and how to live it. Oh, yeah. And um, you know, the internet like is a tool and like every other tool, every tool can be a weapon, but it can also be something to build with and you can improve, you can improve your life or you can end a life with every tool. And um, I think the internet fits right in with that. And um, you know, uh, right now we're ruining lives. I think Um, it's, of course it's a great tool. It's great to be able to conveniently um, I'll even cut right to like, it's, it's great to be able to co- conveniently pay for things, right? You know, it's great for being able to do things at your convenience. It's great to be able to ch- surf the net anytime you want on your phone <laughs> to find out information about a store that you're about to go into things like that. That's all, that's all great, but we're not, we're not using it as a whole. We as humanity are not using it very responsibly. And it's, no. it's, we've turned it into a weapon against ourselves. Well, people worship it, man. It, it soaks up their whole lives. Yeah. So you don't you don't think there's there's a, a possibility that there's kind of a an equal balance of those being ruined and those, you know, growing like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I don't know. I try to well, look sure. at the world like I that. Mean, a we wouldn't all more. be talking if it wasn't for the Internet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I think there's a beautiful balance there. It has uh, but, to be right. <laughs> but if I was telling you that I thought there was a beautiful balance of how many people were using hammers to build homes as the ones that are using them to kill each other, I'd be going, we're, we're not using hammers. Where do we, how do we, right. And then right. how do we, how do we, uh, how do we count that? Right. Like yeah. <laughs> is, is one, is one like, you know, hammer murder. Like what is that equal to in house building? You know what I mean? Like how do we weigh that out? It's like, it's, I think the issue. <laughs> it's, well, it's impossible to put to real numbers to it. I think it's over like 1200 people a year killed by hammers. No shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to find the ratio there. I'll, we'll have to look into houses like, built. I should versus, start putting uh, my hammers in a lockbox. I suppose <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild number of people that are killed by hammers. It's uh, I'm I'm actually not that surprised because people are people die with tools all the time. It's you know we we talk about the medical profession killing more people than than you know any other form of of, of death. But I would imagine that as far as like, you know, accidental, we'll, we'll put that word in there, accidental murder, you know, what do they call it? What's that? Manslaughter, manslaughter. Yeah. I bet a lot of it's done with tools. I mean, how, <laughs> I mean, you know, people, people throwing tape over the end of their, of the, over the end of their nail gun so that they can shoot their nails around on the construction site. You know, that's got to hit people sometimes in the wrong spot. <laughs> yep. Accidental nail gun death. Man, well, that's a good spot, dude. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, I like to think that balance is there, though. It keeps me going. You know what I mean? Like, keeps me going, keeps me on the, the right side of the scales. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to see you guys are out there doing the right things and, and holding up your end on, on your end of the scales, too. You know, like, that's really what it is, dude. You just got to kind of weigh everything out, take it as it goes. Right. And it's, sort of live and love those around you. It's absolutely. Yeah, I it. tell people that we need to it, notice that there's a game being played, use the game, but live as free as possible. Like mm-hmm. 
you know, and that's that's where that's where you'll you'll be happy. Live as free as possible and use the game to, you know, to help facilitate that. It's um yeah. Well, just to keep driving it in like a hammer on a nail, the hammer analogy here. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's uh, hammer time after all. <laughs> you know, even if 1,200 people a year are dying from hammers, from hammers, whatever form. <laughs> you know, just like ban hammers, right? People eating, <laughs> eating hammers. I don't think that banning the hammer is a good idea at all, at all, because I just built a beautiful chicken coop with a hammer, right? Yep. And that it means that if we're going to ban the hammer because other people are killing people with them or killing themselves or eating them and getting sick and dying, or I don't know what people are doing to die 1200 a year <laughs> from hammers, <laughs> but uh, you know, whatever, whatever that is. And it's same with the internet. I don't really think we should ban the internet. I don't really, I mean, I think that if it got shut off for some reason, <laughs> somehow, if that was a thing that could happen oh. and it was a year, yeah, people learn great lessons. I'd also learn some great lessons that the hammer were banned for one year because I'm not allowed to use a hammer to build anything for a year. It just, they just disappeared for a year and they just oh, weren't man. there in my toolbox. Dude, you'd have to go back to that. Like I got, oh, I got dude, a hammer. That's like be my, something. It's like a part of me when I use it. <laughs> I've, used, I've swung that hammer so many times that it's as soon as I pick it up, like it's, it's comfortable, familiar. I know exactly how the distance between the head and my hand. And so like you, you get those comfortable hammers and it would hurt you just, if I would made... hate to go without it. And it would hurt you to to if we made that disappear for a year, yeah. Because because people See, are dying from the hammer, you know. I'd I'd much rather lose the internet for a year than my hammer. Oh yeah, <laughs> me too. If I had to make that choice, I'm choosing internet of, every of time. Of all the tools in my toolbox, the internet is the one that I would probably. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I got some pretty stupid unitasker tools. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, the, the internet's pretty useful. So for sure. Well, with Much that, love, guys. I think yeah. I'll I think I'll yeah, ask man. both of you. Are you content? Man, yeah, I think so, dude. Oh, you know, yeah, it's man. it's it's weird. It's one. weird to say it, you know, in public and everything. But, yeah, uh, right. But yeah, but yeah, man, yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm glad to have got with you guys, man. And I think people need to really ask themselves that they really need to go and why and what is it that I need to 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 be, you know. And there are those that, that it's yeah. got to be the internet, but Hey man, that listen, if they grow up this lifetime, they'll get over it. Right. Like yeah. if they don't, they don't like, I, I don't think I can fault people anymore for their, their place. You know what I mean? And and what they're allowing into their sort of sphere of perception. Uh, you know what I mean? I just kind of remain content and <laughs> keep going. That's dude. It. You know, for me, yeah. I'm I'm feeling content because it's conversations like this that make me feel content in this world, in this otherwise very uncontent world that I live in all the time. I, I don't feel that content when I'm driving and I stop and I look over and there's a bum and they're holding up a sign with a Venmo code on it. Uh, that doesn't make me feel content. There's nothing about that that makes me feel content. But then thinking about just thinking yeah. about the nature of our reality helps me feel content. And then when I talk to, to guys like you that can really, you, 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 you make my mind work and you make me really think about these things. I feel better and better. The longer these it's conversations good to know go we're on. out here, you know what I mean? And you gotta, exactly. you gotta, you gotta plug into that sometimes and, and exactly. just re reconnect and know that like, as much as we see that it just does not jive, dude, there are these beautiful fucking things happening. And, and like, you just gotta reach out and look and, 
see them, you know what I mean? For yourself. And you can't just take anyone else's word on it. Like see these things for yourself. Talk to those people yourself, you know, someone's like scrolling through something, dude, something sparks your interest, reach out to that person. You know what I mean? Talk to that person say, Hey, what's going on with this? I really enjoy that. You know what I mean? Engage with that, that, that you enjoy, you know what I mean? Find your contentment is, it's what we're, we deserve to do. You know what I mean? And uh, we just kind of forget sometimes. Absolutely. Beautifully yep. said. All right. Well, All right. With well, that, much love, guys. <laughs> yeah, man. This is a good one. For I sure. Do. We'll catch you later. later. Content. Never forget the fact that we are all just content. That anything you put out there, you're content. We are all just potential content for someone else's needs. I think people are happy to participate. There's just you know hundreds of people rolling their dice, throwing their hat into the content providing ring. Content. Forever. Make it mandatory. Content. You don't have to pay people to participate. Your content. You're forced to participate. My content. You're, you're, you're forced to participate. Content is eternal. Content forever eternity you don't need people anymore nothing you can do about it content nothing you can do content you will be mashed up cut up repackaged for someone else's needs the world's largest hotel chain owns no hotels the world's largest retailer has no inventory and the world's largest media company Creates no content. Yeah, we're not producing the content. Um, we're allowing users to to share. I hereby declare this to be an unlawful assembly. You get all this user-generated content for free. You don't have to do anything. Right. You don't have to pay the agency. I think I think people are happy to participate. It's expensive. Your content. You know what I mean? It's like the sounds that are used are not cheap. My content. Very expensive sounding sounds. That sound, right? I just had to get used to it. It's the responsibility of the industry to figure out how to extract their value out of each generation. I want to know what they're talking about amongst themselves. And I want to spread that content to the people who aren't this content yet.
Content isn't on my hard drive. 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 Once we have these inspirational provocations, data whisperers will become the new messiahs to create ideas so contagious they cannot be controlled. You got no control over it, man. You will be mashed up, dissected, cut up, repackaged for someone else's needs. I don't want that out there. Uh, sorry, there's no track in that thing now. Hey, I don't want that out there. Uh, once it becomes ones and zeros, it's eternal. I'm going to take that guy's content and recontextualize it and put it out as my content, my content, my content, my statement on his content forever. Your content, my content, your content, my content, your content, my content. That's it. That's it. That's it. Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, Prince, Bruce Springsteen, Tina Turner. David Bowie, Van Halen, Madonna, Huey Lewis and the News, The Cars, Herbie Hancock, Content. Bonnie Tyler, Content. Stevie Nicks, Content. Men at Work, Content. ZZ Top, Forever, Weird Al Yankovendi, Looper, Pink Floyd, The Pretender, Billy Joel, Billy Idol, Neil Young, Nina East, John Lennon, John Content, Mickey Dolan, Sunny Annette Funicello, Bob Dylan, Apollonia 6, Bing Crosby, Brian Jones, REO Speedwagon, including Boy George, The Rolling Stones, Pat Benatar, Paul Content. Content. technology company, but we're not a media company. Right, so when you think about a media company, it's, you know, you have people who are producing content, who are editing content, 
And, you know, that's not us. We're a technology company. We build tools. When I'm in the vortex, I like being in the vortex. We do not produce any of the content. When I'm in the vortex, I want never to leave. We exist to give you the tools. When I'm in the vortex, I love the people who help me put stuff in the vortex. To curate and have the experience that you want to connect with the people and businesses and clearly you're in the vortex institutions in the world that you want you have demonstrated that you're in the vortex we're really proud of our role as a technology company and not a media company in this your words reflect that you're in the vortex i think the world needs this and it will be my the world need, eternal needs quest media companies too to give up whatever i have to give but up the world also needs technology platforms in order to spend more of my time uh, like what we do we're a technology company in the vortex Oh, <laughs> no,